RP Radio Show. As usual, man, same time, same place. It is not 8.03 p.m. I am well, well, well aware of what's going on. Uh, we are definitely on CP time right now. If 
you don't know what CP time is, ask a black friend and they can tell you guys what CP time is. I apologize. We had technical difficulties. So instead of starting the show uh, and having tech problems at the same time, uh, we just delayed the show. So that means I have to go over a few minutes and that's going to delay the West Coast broadcast and what we have you. Anyway, shout out to everybody out there who continues to listen to the show. Even when we piss you guys off, and I know we piss you guys off, it is what it is. I appreciate all the love that you guys continue to show and uh, all the support that you show, man. We got a huge audience, uh, as I said before, uh, somewhere over 30 million at this point, and, and, which is amazing. The numbers uh, came really fast. I mean, first few years, it was uh, – I won't say it was super fast. I think it took a while for people to get used to some of the topics that I talked about and some of the things that we discussed on the show and even some of the guests that we we've had on the show, but you know, as time, you know, as times went on and, and some people agree and some people don't agree. But one thing that they can always find on the show is that, you know, we just share what the idea of America is. I mean, we talk about things that are popular. Sometimes we think of, talk about things that aren't so popular, but at the end of the day, uh, it's only a conversation. It's only a discussion, you know, and we should be able to do that uh, in society today. And that, that's something I think that we lack on. And, uh, you know, before I go, I don't know if you guys realize what the uh, topic of this evening is. Uh, we're talking about gender. Uh, there's a few things that I could say. There's a few different ways that I could put it. But ultimately, what we're talking about is gender, whether you are a male or a female. And uh, it seems like society today uh, always throw uh, these curveballs for what we know as being the standard, not a standard, you know, not a standard. When you you talk about gender, uh, normally there is the standard. And and when I say the standard, that's uh, referring to something that we all abide by, uh, even if we feel different about you know, even if we feel strongly about uh, being homosexual or, or homosexual relations or what may have you, or drag queens and gay and bisexual, whatever, even if we feel strongly about those topics and the things that surround those topics and those ideas, uh, normally when you talk about gender, there is the standard. You know, it's not just a standard that some people feel uh, is right or wrong. Normally there's the standard. A girl is a girl, is a, a boy is a boy. Uh, a baby born with a penis uh, to what all people that I know is, is there's the standard to that. That is considered a boy. Uh, and there's normally no argument about that. Uh, a female child, baby that's born with a vagina, uh, we know that as being a female, a woman a girl, you know, to become a woman one day. So, you know, those are things that we don't argue. Those are things that we, we've we always uh, thought, you know, was the standard. Again, uh, not a standard, the standard. I know I said it before, but before I go on in the show, I, I want to make sure uh, that I express that because we're not talking about gay and homosexual people, um, you know, just moving along with it. We have, uh, first of all, it's important to know that in society today, uh, people are lazy. 
in general. You know, this is not the same society that your parents were raised in. This, this isn't the same society that your grandparents were raised in. Um, it's not even the same society that most of us 30-somethings uh, were raised in, uh, late 20s, early 30s. not even the same society. If you, if you really take a close look at what's going on out here, you'll notice that society is changing very rapidly and, and, and it's conforming uh, to the things that aren't that popular. And I can't always say uh, when society conforms to the things that aren't that popular that it's a bad thing. I, I won't dare say that because, and yeah, I'm going to go there again. You, I know everybody's thinking, you know, why is he going there? But I'm going to go there again when we talk about race. You know, once upon a time being black and free uh, wasn't so popular. Uh, you know, a, 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 a couple of uh, a black man and a white woman or a black woman and a white man uh, wasn't so popular in society in America at one point or in this world. So, you know, when we talk, when we talk about things that aren't so popular uh, and society conforming to those things, I can't honestly say that it's always a bad thing. However, I will say this. It seems like in society today that we all conform to the abnormal or the not-so-popular idea of things that aren't well thought out. Uh, music, uh, clothes, which has always been uh, a not-so-thought-out process when you, when you look at fashion, uh, it's always been, fashion to me is kind of like beauty. It's always in the eye of the beholder. Like, I'm cool with people showing it and expressing themselves through, you know, through their hairstyles and through their fashion and clothes. You know, I, I'm very cool with that. I'm very comfortable with that. Uh, as long as you know where you're going, as long as you know what you're doing, because it seems like a lot of people in society, uh, they express those things because their friends are expressing those things. Um, they dress this way with an alternative twist or, and, and when I'm talking, when I say alternative, I'm talking about alternative from status quo. Okay. Uh, they dress a certain way with a little twist in how they rock their clothes because a friend said it's cool or television is showing that it's popular now, or their favorite athlete is, is, is wearing these type of clothes. So they feel like, okay, if they're doing it, I can get away with it. Now, sometimes we're not comfortable in our own skin. We're not comfortable in some ideas that we, that we have. We're not comfortable in doing some of the things that we want to do. So it takes uh, a trendsetter. It takes a person who, who's not afraid to break that barrier. And, you know, sometimes it just takes that. Sometimes that's just what it is, and, and that's how this world works. However, again, um, there's also – a negative side, which is what most of us always talk about, and, and mainly when I talk in public, uh, mainly in the conversations that I have when we start talking about people who are, uh, when we start talking about people who are, are living on the edge or we start talking about people who are dressing different or, or doing it a different way, normally the conversation is negative. And I'll be honest, that's normally the conversation that I'm having. A lot of times when I see young men, in tight pants, uh, I attribute that to being homosexual. I attribute that to looking homosexual, uh, at least bisexual. 
which to me is still homosexual. And, and, and those, that's just what it is. Uh, because again, in society, there is the standard and there is a standard. So, it, you know, going, just moving along, it, it's important that you guys understand uh, before we get into this conversation that there is the standard and there is a standard and, and it's okay to, uh, to tiptoe on those lines when it comes to certain ideas and certain expressions and certain freedoms that we have. That's cool. But you also got to know where you're going, and, 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 and it's not okay when you do these things just because someone else said you should do it or someone else is expressing themselves and you want to be like them, okay? Uh, in the past five years, there's been a standard, uh, a standard, okay? Make sure you listen closely. There's been a standard of a group and different parents and different organizations that have come out and said uh, they don't feel like it's popular or they don't, not, not popular, but they don't feel like it's uh, appropriate, appropriate, excuse me, for parents to decide if their children are male or female. Uh, in other words, there are people out there who say that when they have a child in the delivery room, they don't want the doctor saying, it's a boy, it's a girl, congratulations with your brand new baby girl, you know, congratulations with your brand new baby boy. You know, they don't want the doctor saying anything, nothing at all. Spank them on the ass, put them in your lap, and you decide what you have. Uh, to me, that's a standard. Uh, for as long as this earth has been here, for as long as we've been able to communicate, for as long as we've been able to see uh, despite the things that people decide they want to do, despite the inner uh, 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 workings of a human that, that some people say they tap into that perpetuates who they are, which, you know, with being a male or female, uh, despite all of that, um, we were born genetically something. We were all born genetically a male or genetically a female, and now there is exceptions to the rule. There are people who are born with uh, 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 both uh, genitals, if you will. There are people who were born, you know, with, with uh, you know, male and female in, in, in a, attributed to their genitals, okay? Uh, but at the same time, uh, we all know and we all realize what is the most uh, predictable case of genetics That's pretty easy to decide um, So I guess my question is and, 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 and the topic of what we're talking about Is the evolution of this I won't call it a theory But the evolution of, of this belief um, There's a lot of things that are pushed in the forefront If you guys don't, don't you know, If you haven't been paying attention You know the don't ask don't tell has been repealed uh, you know, where people are able to openly come out and say, you know, that they are homosexual uh, in the military. Uh, there also is a push for uh, uh, more, well, I won't say more, but there's a push for females to be on the, what we call the fighting front lines of war and combat. Uh, there's a push for that, and, and the reason there's a push for that because Society today believes that males and females are equal, and, and, and which I don't argue with, but society today believes that, that men and women are equal, 
and they are able to fight the same. They are able to work the same. Uh, they're able to express their views the same. And I also don't agree with a lot of that. But here's the thing. Once you open up that door, which we which we already have, once you open up that avenue, once you open up that belief and, and you start the conversation, uh, should not, shouldn't, shouldn't it continue on into all aspects of all things? You know, that's my question. That's my ultimate question. Or that's my ultimate belief, my ultimate belief. So it, it seems like what we're facing is a lot of people saying, okay, uh, we want equal rights again, which I don't disagree with. You know, we want equal rights. We want equal this. It should be this way. We shouldn't talk about gender. People should, uh, 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 children should grow up and decide what they are and decide if they want to be a male or a female. Well, okay, listen, if we want to open ourselves up to that, if we want to believe that, if we want, if you want society to accept that, that means you have to be susceptible to all things of equation or equality in society, uh, meaning construction. There, there should be an evil, a even, excuse me, an even playing field when we hire men and women in construction. Uh, like, like we said, military, there should be an even playing field when we hire men and women with military. Uh, how about professional sports or collegiate sports? You know, right now as it stands, which is one of the major topics of tonight, because I don't want to get in the social side of it because Socially, we all have a freedom. We all have our own beliefs, and, and, and we're free to believe whatever we want to believe. So if you're the type of person or you're an individual that believes, hey, uh, you know, it's okay not to decide for my child what gender they are, you know, that's your prerogative. You know, that's your business. Cool, that ain't going to bother me and my family uh, at all in, in, in theory. Okay, um, you can do in your household whatever the hell you want to do, whatever the hell you decide to do, and whatever decisions you make in your household, cool, that's between you, your God, and your family. Your, that's your business. That's cool. That ain't my business, and, it, and, it, and it's not up to me to decide what's right, what's right and wrong for you and your household. Again, I understand we all operate by the standard, but a lot of people... Uh, 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 separate themselves from the standard and they have a standard in which they decide they want to live. And if that's what you want to do, cool, that's your business. I got nothing to do with that as long as it does not bother me. But when you start to legislate uh, by these standards that some people hold, by a standard, uh, that's when we face a problem. When you start to change laws and things in society that affect me and you, such as school and uh, uh, the sports in school and, and, and sports in society, like at the YMCA's and the Boys and Girls Clubs and the things of that nature, when you start to change those things that are attributed to only you and you blanket it and make it the standard for, in, in which all people have to operate, that's when it becomes a problem for me and my neighbor and your neighbor and everyone else. So in society, we have to make our minds up and figure out what we want to do. Do we want to operate under a standard or we want to operate under what we all know as the standard, despite how we feel about the standard? Um, I'm going to play you guys a clip of a family 
who are operating under uh, their standard. They, they have raised their child, uh, which was born a boy. Um, they have not told this little boy ever that he is a man or a woman. Um, they have not implied that he's a boy or a girl. Uh, what they have done is they've allowed him to, if he feels like he wants to wear a dress, they call it play dress up. And that's the funny thing about that. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, just a lot of different things. Man, I'm going to play one clip. I actually have several. But I'm just going to play one clip tonight so we can come back and I'm going to give my thoughts on that. I'm going to also give my thoughts on sports and, uh, you know, how, how would that affect society in general if your son had to play uh, basketball with girls or your girls had to play basketball with the boys and make the boys' team or the, girls, the boys had to make the girls' team. Uh, let's just face it, girls are better at some sports than some guys, so it would also be uh, difficult for a boy to make the girls' volleyball team or, or should we have co-ed teams and boys' and girls' teams? That's something that we want to talk about. That's something that we're going to talk about when I come back. After we play the clip, I got to go to a commercial. But when I come back on play the clip, uh, I'm going to introduce the topic of sports and, and school and things of that nature. And I'm just curious how people will feel about it. We'll take some calls here in a second. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. Uh, folks, check us out on Twitter, man, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's me on Twitter, at symbol KIRP Radio Show. That's the show. Leave us some comments. Give us a shout-out. Give us your shout-outs, and we'll read your shout-outs here on the show. We're definitely big on that. You guys know we definitely do shout-outs on this show. Uh, if you got any comments, 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. If you don't have anything to say, just hang out on the line, and you can listen to the show that way. Uh, we've always opened ourselves up to being able to allow more people to call into the show and just listen. You know, and just listen to the show and listen to some of the hosts that, you know, some of the things that I say, uh, some of the things my friends may say, some of the things that other callers may say, and so forth. So, you know, feel free to use the phone line for that. If you guys got iTunes, check us out on iTunes. It's iTunes Podcast, K-I-R-P, one word, radio, two words, show, three words. K-I-R-P, radio, and show. Got to break it up. Put it in the search menu. You'll find us on iTunes where you can find all the old shows. All, all past shows, you can go back, way back to two and three years and listen to when the broadcast sounded super duper amateur and the sound wasn't that great. And, you know, you know, it depends on what I feel like, man. Sometimes I might use a different mic. I don't care how it sounds, as long as we get it out there to you guys and the show is rocking. All right? Check it out, folks. We'll be right back in like two minutes. You're rocking with the number one real truth, real talk radio show in the land don't care who don't like it. We definitely do it, B.I.G., and we do shout-outs on the show. Be right back. K-I-R-P Radio! Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee-wee-wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. 
ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator, get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action, be risky, and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I want you. You'll have to cry it from my cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez, we're keeping our guns. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Welcome back, folks, to the KIRP Radio Show. 
This weather report is brought to you by nobody because I don't have the weather report in front of me. <laughs> it is what it is. My bad. I apologize, folks. I know you guys, uh, a lot of people always get on me about uh, not doing the weather report when I'm supposed to after the first commercial. But look, y'all, I don't even take commercial breaks when I'm supposed to. So I apologize. I'm glad my shout out to all my people out there. Geico, uh, Adidas, uh, oh man, the uh, Autism Society, uh, Make a Wish, uh, and, and the Little Sound Chew. Uh, man, there's, there's so many other uh, NPR. There's a bunch, man. Shout out to all my people out there who uh, who are patient. Tiffany Inc. Shout out to you, uh, A and E Towing. Shout out to everybody out there, man, who uh, who bears with us. Uh, if you guys don't know, when they play the live broadcast on the West Coast. Uh, thanks to my team, they add these commercials back in and they break it up. And, it, and you know, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a nice process. So, B.I.G. shout out to all my people out there who are patient, all my commercial folks out there who spend their hard-earned money with the KRP Radio Show, man. Uh, and and well, I say the KRP Radio Show, but uh, uh, Miller Marketing and Media, you know, shout out to my team over there who keeps us on the air, paying the bills for us and allow me to be able to come on here and talk smack with y'all and to talk about some of these topics that we have. Uh, if you guys are looking for a radio advertisement, hit us up, krpradio at gmail.com, or give us a call. It's a shame that I don't have the number right here in front of me. I do, but I don't want to give you the wrong number, okay? So I, I apologize for that, folks. We'll, uh, can I get that real quick? Don't have a producer in here with me, but I'm, I'll type it to him here in a second. Anyway... Uh, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, man. Y'all fans ain't loyal, man. I hear y'all out there listening to Russ Paul and 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 what's my man name? Um, that laugh all the time. You can barely hear anything they talk about. What, what's the name? Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom Jordan. Shout out to Tom Jordan, the Fly Jock. Shout out to all those guys, man, who have paved the way. And and I know I got a lot of people that listen to this show that listens to Rush. You know, shout out to those guys and Howard Stearns and all the controversial people. And, you know, shout out to everybody out there, man. Shout out to my brother Sway in the morning at Sway in the morning radio show. Angie Martinez, who is now with Power 105. Shout out to my girl, Angie. B.I.G., man, doing big things in the in the broadcasting business. But anyway, uh, let me get back to the show. Shout out to Angie. That's my homie right there. Angie, Angie, even though some folks don't think so, Angie Martinez is good, 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 real good people. Um. Yeah, I promise you guys a clip. Uh, if you guys just tuned into the show, welcome to the show. B.I.G., shout out to you guys. B.I.G., I-M-B, um, in my book. Uh, hashtag that, B.I.G., I-M-B. Uh, shout out to all you guys who just listened to the show. We're talking about gender. Basically, uh, there's a lot of people, there's a push right now for genderless children. There's a push for, uh, I can't remember the name of the group right now. I don't have my notes in front of me. I apologize for that. I'm kind of going off the cuff. If you guys can't tell, I sound like a keep hitting with the. Uh, that's what he does, right? But anyway, um, yeah. So we're talking about gender and a push for non or genderless children, uh, and and there's also a push for a genderless society. So there's a group of individuals and and and, and a few organizations out there. Uh, for the last five years, it's, it's gotten very popular. Over the last three years, but over the last five to six years. Uh, that's when I first heard about it, and I see that it's caught a lot of wind because there's a lot of parents out there. If you Google genderless child or raising my genderless child, you'll see a lot of information about it and a lot of different people in various groups around the country and around the world 
who are talking about raising their children uh, minus a gender. In other words, when they have a baby, they don't want the doctor, and they've told their doctors they will sue them if the doctors come out and say you have a boy or you have a girl or what may have you. They're also raising their children from uh, baby on up, uh, you know, to their, 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 their preteens even, I've seen in some cases, uh, they've raised their children. They've raised their children up to preteens without uh, specifying what their gender is. Uh, no matter what their genetics are, part. No matter what their genetics are, they're saying that they believe that a life form should be able to decide whom and what they want to be as they evolve into a man or a woman. But here's the thing, right? It's all BS. Right? It's all bullcrap. It is. It, it, this goes against, you know, you guys know how I rock on this show, man. We pro-Christ over here. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to believe in it, but that's what we are. And you guys know, I always say communication is the key. God is love. Love is God. And I love everybody. I always sign off the show with that for the better part of all things. And I always start my day with that. And when I interact with people, I always come across, I always somehow find a way to get that out of my conversation because those are things that I actually believe, right? I believe that that was Christ's walk. That's what Christ is trying to tell us is that, listen, you fools, y'all need to be able to communicate with all people because if you can't communicate with all people and love all people for anything that they believe in, everything that they believe, not that you have to believe those things, how can you believe in a God that you can't see, right? That's what Christ is trying to tell people. If you can't love the people beside you despite their differences, how can you love God you can't see, who you can't put your hands on? So I just to live by that of the things that people say. I'm hypercritical of some of the stance that people take. I'm hypercritical of a lot of different things, but it does not change my love for people. I just built that almighty. And my children don't raise our kids to hate people for the things that they do or hate people for the things that they, wait, uh, that, that, that they say or hate people for the way that they exist. Or, or for what they believe. We don't raise our children that way, but we also raise them to be strong in Christ and know what they believe because if and, and you're positive in what you believe, it doesn't matter what nobody else believes. It doesn't matter. They should be able to look at you and say, I want some of whatever that is he on. This customer said to me, man, you are way too happy. I came in and said, hey, how you doing? And I, I, it was just regular to me, right? It wasn't anything special. He wasn't a big-time customer. He didn't have a whole lot of paper. He was just a, a regular customer who came in for service in my store. And I came in, and I greeted him. I said, hey, how you guys doing? Had a good day, man. And this one guy looked at me, and he said, man, I need some of that coffee that you're on or whatever you're on. or something. No, he actually, he said some of that drug that you're on. I said, the only drug that I'm on is reality. The only drug that I'm on is life. I said, it's up to me to be able to be this way so other people will want some of this. And that's what I really believe, right? I don't mind because of the Christ in me, because of the things that I know to be true. So why I listen to these people say that they want to exercise their freedom and not determining what their child is or who their child is or what gender their child is. You can't take from deep understanding that we're all made one other. You feel about man some of the characteristics that you may show that may reek out of your body if you're a woman and you might act so much like a man or you a man and you might act so much like a woman that you choose to live because now you feel comfortable 
despite all of that, nothing to the fact that you were born a male or female. So it's all BS. It's all perpetuated by these parents because if you look at all of them, they'll quickly say uh, when he or when she, they don't, they don't refer to their child as an it. See that? And that's what lets you know it's BS. Because if you really believe this in your heart, you would attribute, you would, you would refer to your child as an it. And not even meaning no disrespect, right? Because if someone else refers to your child as an it, you probably get pissed off about it. Normal circumstance. In this circumstance, in this situation, when, we, when you refer to your child as an it, or if I refer to your child as an it, and check this, I would refer it if you were a genderless parent because what because i respect whatever decision you're making see to me it would be disrespectful for me to call your little boy a he and you don't attribute you don't look at your child as a he you look at it as an it knowing damn well that's a boy so that's what lets you know that it's bullcrap and that it's perpetual Play this clip for you guys, and 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 then I'll go on here in just a second, man. It, here's a clip of of two parents, uh, who are genderless parents. They're they're raising their child to be whatever he or she decides it wants to be. All right, here's a clip. Two minutes. Check it out. He looks pink. He loves pink. <laughs> um, but his favorite dress is the black one with pink flamingos on it. You could be forgiven for mistaking this toddler for a little girl, but two-year-old Max Price is actually a boy. Max's parents are raising him gender neutral, meaning they dress him in both boys' and girls' clothes. He might be just playing dress-up, he might be something he might still do in years to come, but at the end of the day we're just following the way he wants to be. We listen to him very carefully. Parents Lisa, 23, and Martin, 34, adopted the unorthodox technique in the hope that Max will grow up having a better understanding of women. Gender neutral parenting is giving a child the freedom to choose between, you know, stereotypically male or female clothes and toys without judging them, basically. He likes what he likes. He doesn't conform to one or the other, really. You know, if we allow Max to play with dolls and dresses and stuff like that, he'll become whoever he is without, uh, without society telling him that he has to be a certain way. At home in Walsall, West Midlands, Max plays with cars and dolls. And he is encouraged to wear trousers and dresses. If he wanted to wear a dress, let him wear a dress. If he likes pink, he likes pink. If he likes blue, he likes blue. It's, it's down to him. Lisa and Martin's parenting techniques may not be for everyone, but they're hoping it will give Max a good grounding in life. I'm hoping to instill such a sense of confidence and a sense of who he is. Hopefully he'll be able to have his dad's wit and be able to be so confident that it doesn't bother him. And even if it does bother him, hopefully he'll be able to deal with it in a decent way. So that was the clip of, excuse me, while I'm eating one of these most delicious peaches I've ever had in my life. Oh my God, this thing is crap. Um, <laughs> Lisa and Mark are raising their boy. They refer to him as a he, 
uh, several times in the conversation in the context of that clip. And uh, there are several other clips that I have. There are several other clips of other families. But I just want to talk about this one here for a sec. They're raising their son, uh, what they call gender neutral. Uh, They said they're allowing him to wear trousers and dresses, pants and dresses, uh, whatever he so chooses. Uh, They're allowing him to play with dolls and cars and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Because this is keeping it real with Pudgy, right? Got to keep it real with y'all. When most boys in my era, all right, I'm going to say 80s, late 70s. I was born 79, all right? So I'm going to say 80s and 90s. Uh, Not 80s and 90s. Let's just say 80s when I was a little itty-bitty child. In that era of most kids who were in the 80s, and now I didn't know, I know what happened in the 90s, but 90s kids, and I'm just going to talk about the 80s when I was a kid, you know? Uh, maybe two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, maybe, uh, eight years old. Um, there was a Barbie doll and there was a Ken doll. Now I recall playing with a friend of mine who was a girl who had plenty Barbies and I picked up the Ken doll. Now I'm going to spill the beans right now. So mama don't whoop me when you see me. But uh, I would take the Ken doll and I hump the doll, man. I'd take the Ken doll and the Ken and And because of so much freaking TV and some of the things I just saw in society, I, somehow I knew what humping was. Now, I didn't know what body parts was and what went in what and what went on how. But I did know that a Ken doll was supposed to get on a, a Barbie doll and he was supposed to lay there. And that's what I did with the doll. I recall that. My point is, at a certain time of most children's lives, uh, whether it be okay or not, and I, and I don't view it as okay for boys to wear uh, female shoes and clothes and heels and dresses and all that stuff like that. But I do recall my children, my daughter and my son, seeing maybe one of my boots in the floor, one of my shoes in the floor, and they would get in and try to walk because they would imitate life. That's what children do. They imitate life. They imitate what they see. And, and that's what I was doing for right or wrong. That's what I was doing when I grabbed the Ken doll and put the Ken doll on top of her Barbie doll and she would say ill and not say ill. And that was it. You know, that's just what it was. So at a certain time in society, at a certain time in your life, uh, when you're small children, there is an innocence to that, right? There's an innocence to toys. There's an innocence to uh, you imitating life. But as parents, no matter what you believe is good for you. Now follow me here for a sec. No matter what you good, you believe is good for you. If you're a male and you feel like you have female characteristics and, and, and it's reeking outside of you and you feel like you were really supposed to be born a woman and you make the decision, follow what I'm saying, you make the to live your life as though you are a woman, whether you have a sex change or not. Once you make that conscious decision and you decide to do that, that's your business, right? That's cool. That's what you decide to do. That's your business. I ain't got nothing against you. I still love you. That's fine. If that's what you decide to do and that works for you, fine, so be it. You're old enough to understand. But nothing in this world will change the fact that you were born, yes, a man or yes, a woman. Nothing is going to change that. When it is genetics, that's the standard. 
What you decide to do is a standard you choose to live by. Again, the standard and a standard, and I'm, 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 I'm expressing this again because I want people to know I'm cool with what folks decide when it's their standard, which is a standard, but the standard of life is not that. All right? Children in a household of homosexual parents are normally, for what I've seen, unless I'm completely way off, whether I believe in it, whether I support it, whether I think it's right or wrong, from what I've seen, children, even in homosexual, and I say even because you would think that it would be most likely for parents who are homosexual to sway their child one or the other way or, or, or tell them that it's okay if you're a boy if you play with dolls or if you're a girl it's okay for you to play with trucks and do things that boys do. Most of the time in homosexual households, that's what one would think you would see. So that's why I say even in homosexual households that I've seen, they raise their boys to be boys. They raise their girls to be girls. For what I've seen in homosexual households, right, for the people that I know and love who are homosexual, so for what I've seen from them in a way that they live, they don't try to alter it any kind of way how their children want to live when it comes to if you decide that you want to live your life as a woman or if you decide that you want to live your life as a man and you were vice versa. For what I've seen in homosexual households, they don't take their children a son, you're nothing. You're not a man or a woman until you decide you want to be. And they don't perpetuate things uh, 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 by saying, there's a pretty dress right there. Why don't you go put on that dress? Or it's okay for you to wear a dress, John. You know, from what I've seen, homosexual couples don't do that, and definitely not in 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 most uh, 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 heterosexual households. So what we're seeing today in society is a push for the alternative, a push for people who have sat there and they've decided that you know what we don't want to live like the rest of the world. And like I said at the top of the show, I remember a time, or not, I remember the time, but I've read of a time. And I'm well, well, well educated on a time when the standard was not popular for a black man to walk the streets as a human being, a black woman to walk the streets as a human being, and being with a white person that you might fall fell in love with was not the status quo, was not the standard. It was unpopular. So I'm well aware that some things in society need to change. I'm well aware that some things in society have to change, but these aren't one of those things. This situation is not one of those things. You see, this situation of these parents, Lisa and Mark, who are raising this young boy, this situation is very, very complicated. Complicated is not even close to the word because, let's face it, one day their child, that little boy, will be confronted with the fact that he's a boy. And it's just like anything else that our parents haven't told us 
uh, uh, why uh, granddad has a, another son that I've never, uh, uh, why do I have an uncle I've never seen, or why do I have an aunt that I've never seen, or why is, is, is my uncle just as old as granddad, or where's my real dad, or why haven't you told me? See, we get mad at our parents when they don't share things with us that we all feel like they should have shared with us, but it ain't no way near as serious as your parent not telling you a boy and you're living your life not unsure who you really are. And then they hide the fact from society, or, 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 or I want to say hide the fact, but they want to camouflage the fact that you are a boy, and they want to keep you from, keep that fact. They want to keep society from expressing that fact to you. So can you imagine what his life is going to be like when someone comes around and says, "Hey, uh, Tommy, it's not right." For you to be wearing that dress, right? You do know that, right? That's not, you're not gonna get a job application. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not gonna get that job when you go into an interview uh, with that skin tight dress on. You, you, you know that, right? You, you know that society is not cool with, or they're not gonna be cool with uh, you wearing that pretty pink skin tight dress that you happen to like. Because remember, his parents said, we let him, basically, they let him flow with what he likes. So as time goes on, if you allow your boys to like certain things and you push them to like certain things that most boys in society don't like, when he decides that he wants to be a boy and this stuff is in him, you got to blame yourself. Like these are things that aren't supposed to be sold. These are things that are usually decided upon even for homosexual people. Most homosexual people don't wake up one day and say, uh, I want to be a boy again, or I want to be a girl again, or I don't want to live my life like this. Normally, it's a process. In this case, it, with these genderless children, the parents are taking that process away. And, and again, you guys know I'm, I'm pro-Christ to the day I die, right? I'm heterosexual as, as there is. I love me some woman. Yes, indeedy. Love my wife to death. I am all male. It is what it is. And again, you don't have to accept that. You don't have to like that. But it's not okay for these parents to take uh, uh, the decision that is normally made for people whom decide that they are homosexual or who, or who realizes that they're homosexual, whatever you want to call it. It's not okay for anyone to take that process away from you and decide for you that we're gonna put this uh, uh, this complication on your lives. If you if you and, and that's a complication. With all due respect, if you talk to anybody who's homosexual and you ask them, was this journey complicated? Was this process complicated? And they're gonna tell you, hell yeah, it was complicated. Because a lot of them don't want to. A lot of homosexual people don't want to. They they never wanted to reveal to anybody that they were homosexual. You know, if you look at the statistics, three to five, I forget the number, I'm sorry, uh, 5,000 teens, 5,000 homosexual teens commit suicide each year. So while we're around talking about what we like or what should be this or what should be that, we should be talking to these children and letting them, telling them that it's okay to talk about who you are. It's okay that you are this and it's okay that you are that. 
you're still loved by somebody. You may not be loved by the people out there who feel like they're holier than Jesus Christ himself, that they don't want to deal with these people who feel a certain way. They don't want to express God's love to these people. But it's more of us than them. It's more of us than them. And again, I'm not cool with homosexuality. I personally don't think it's right. But I don't hate homosexual people. And I understand what Christ was trying to tell us, that we need to love all people. But also avoid the path of wicked. Plain and simple. So for these people to take that process, if it was going to ever be a process, and, 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 and that's what makes it even more complicated. Because maybe there was no process to begin with. You know, maybe there was no confusion to begin with. So I'm pretty sure that boy that they have who probably wants to live and play and act as like much as like a boy as he wants, you know, he don't need somebody on the side saying, okay, Tommy, it's okay for you to cry all the time. It's okay for you to express those female characteristics. Let me just say it like that. It's okay for you to express those things. So as we move along in society, it got me to thinking, right, after researching this topic, after seeing so many stories, after talking about this with a few people, a couple people, uh, it got me to thinking, you know, for those folks who are so about leveling the playing field, should we have or are we going to one day have uh, genderless Sports teams, you know, genderless locker rooms even. Are we going to get to the point where men and female will interact as one um, without having any division according to their gender? For example, will there be a push for an all-male team, an all-female team, and then a co-ed team in, in, in school sports, in public school sports or at the YMCA's or the boys and girls clubs or even fraternities. If you, if you look at now, there's people that are suing fraternities because they think that it's okay for girls to be in all male fraternities or even worse to me. I'll say even worse because again, I don't like it. All right. It is what it is. I love people, but I don't like it. Suing. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize, will. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands. 